0: Views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the
1: station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio.
2: Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation, get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. Alright what's happening Welcome to Black Focus Radio Our issues, our solutions, our voices 855-525-5683 is the number That is how you get in touch with me. Sorry I had to grab something there. <laughs> Nothing like live radio, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today, of course. Uh, uh, we're going to do something that we started doing a while back, and we we're going to do it like every Friday, but we, I'm going to do it like once a month, okay? And one of the things that I'm going to do is feature a business, a black business, okay? And we're just going to interview you. Uh, and... We'll see how things go. All right. So, we're going to start it off today uh, by talking to a local black business owner. I think you'll like her. Uh, her name is uh, Stephanie Hobbs. And uh, she'll tell us all about her business. So, we're going to talk to her uh, coming up here in a little bit. So, it's called, that's, that's what we're going to call Light and Frothy Friday. We'll do that once a month, maybe more if, if it takes off. But we know we're going to do it at least once a month. Light and fr- Frothy Friday. And typically we'll do it uh, We'll decide what Friday So you'll know uh, I guess this is what the second Friday Uh, We may lean towards Making it more like the end of the month Okay Um, Or or first Friday Light and frothy first Friday I don't know we'll see But anyway we're going to have it today We'll figure out all the logistics later on Okay Also, we're going to, those of you who are listening abroad and listening in various parts of the country, we're going to talk a little bit about COVID. COVID is spreading its ugly wings again. uh, And we're looking at possibly having a very, very bad uh, late summer and early fall. And we're going to talk about where Arkansas sits on that spectrum. And it ain't pretty. I'm just saying. Also, locally here in Little Rock, an eight-year-old was shot. Okay, we'll see how that works out. Uh, let uh, also we'll talk a little bit about uh, video is mysteriously disappearing in some police precincts. How is that happening? You know, as a technician myself that has been in computers for for about 25 years now. Video doesn't just mysteriously disappear. In fact, no data disappears unless it's prompted to disappear. We'll expound on that a little bit later on as well. And last but not least, we're going to get into more church and state conversation because this is a conversation. Uh, look, everybody is up in arms about abortion. <laughs> you know why abortion Is where Got to where it is Because of People trying to foster their Religion and beliefs upon you This church and state argument is more important Than anything We're going to continue to talk about that The abortion is, is 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 Irrelevant As it relates to this church and state argument And I know you may not like what I'm saying But it's true I'll explain to you later on as well uh, When we get to that point okay so speaking about getting to a point uh let's get to the point where we like to play black facts and i've got a good one for you today as well
0: dynamic black facts our culture our history our people
2: You know, I'm remind when I read this black fact, I'm reminded of the movie Robin Hood, where um, was it Morgan Freeman who played the more in that was when uh, what was his name Kevin Costner was Robin Hood. That you know they've had so many iterations of Robin Hood, but Kevin Costner was Robin Hood and Morgan Freeman played a role, and I forgot what his title was, but he was a Moor, he was a black guy. People forget or didn't know exactly what a Moor is or was, like Hannibal, Hannibal the Great, you know, the guy who chased the uh, the Greeks across the Alps on elephants, that guy, yeah, so anyway, this black fact, Reminds me of that because a lot of people couldn't understand how uh, there was a black Moor in Robin Hood, although it was it was fiction. But uh, there was some interesting items that popped out, like a magnifying ball that the Moors had been using for decades to chart the sun and the skies and the stars. And anyway, so today's black fact is about Moors, if you hadn't figured it out. Uh, It's called the Moors were the black kings and queens who ruled Europe for over 700 years. Evidence shows that the Moors ruled for nearly 700 years in Europe, mostly Spain and Portugal. They were identified for their presence on Western society but not a lot of people know that the Moors were actually African descent in Europe, African descended Europeans. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, Moors were generally described as all black and indeed swarthy and hence the term is more often used for Negro. This is also verified by numerous writings at the time the English playwrights of the 16th century, William Shakespeare, used the term Moor as a synonym for African, and Christopher Marlowe used Moor and African interchangeably. Writer, writer and historian Chancellor Williams said the first Moors were black Africans, much as the first Egyptians. An Arab chronicle even described Moorish Emperor Yusuf Ben Toffin as a dark man with woolly hair. Moors are often seen in European art with African features, pitch black, frizzled hair, smooth and large face, narrow neck and thick lips. The Drake Jewel, a rare documented 16th century jewel, seemed to exhibit a profiled of a black king dominating a white woman's profile. In fact, Moors are considered to have advanced in the fields of mathematics, astronomy, architecture, cuisine, medicine, and art, agriculture that helped to transform Europe and push it into the Renaissance from the Dark Ages. Generations of Spanish kings have recently sought to erase this period from public memory. Nevertheless, new archaeology has revealed that Moors ruled Al Andala Andalus for more than 700 years from 711 AD to 1492. And that's our black fact for today.
0: to Black Focus Radio for more dynamic black facts, our culture, our history, our people on
2: And if you would like to sponsor dynamic black facts, give me a call at 615-554-0568. If you want to talk to me, okay? Uh, or if you want to sponsor dynamic black facts as well. I also have another one for you today as well, okay? Which is pretty cool. And it kind of ties into what I was talking about yesterday when it comes to reparations. You know, because, I I mean, you know, all you hear now is white people saying, Well, I wasn't responsible. I'm not making any money off of that. You you hear that a lot now. Okay? So, I'm going to prove a point to you all today. And if nothing else... Based on what we know, now, yeah, you probably need to pay some reparations. I know you don't want to, but we know now that what is going on, because remember I talked to you about the welfare thing yesterday? Remember when the welfare was created in 1935? Y'all remember that? Certainly y'all remember that, right? It was created in 1935, Right? And they wrote the laws so that black people could not benefit from welfare. And remember, the farmers were most black people doing that that time were agrarian. They were they were they worked for farmers. and and they wrote the laws where they paid the farmers not to produce. So ultimately, it ended up putting the majority of the black people out of out of uh, uh, out of out of work, and poverty hit them even worse. Even worse But today I want to bring up something that's even more important Because now they're saying Well we weren't back there then We didn't benefit Well your government still has to Have recompense And So you say you didn't know anybody That the government Treated badly This part of this black fact Is going to kind of blow you away So
3: check this out See if I got this queued up. Families were able to purchase homes and black families were not. Home ownership is the number one way to build generational wealth in America. Those homes that were then sold for about $10,000 are now worth about a half million or more. That's wealth and equity that allowed white families to start small businesses, pay for their kids' college tuition without student loans, or invest in new property and make even more money all things denied to black families altogether and the results have been devastating according to numerous studies black median wealth has dropped by more than half in the last 40 years meanwhile white wealth has increased 33% but it gets even worse than this the median black family today owns only $3600 just 2% of the wealth of the median white family and yeah it gets even worse than this at this rate the median white wealth will be 174,000 by 2050 and the median black wealth will be only $600 black wealth is projected to be zero by twenty eighty two. This is what we mean by the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer. But the scary part is this is not accidental, this is deliberate and systemic. This is why we also say that student debt is a racial justice issue. Study found that two decades after taking out the student loans, the median black borrower still owed 95% of their debt, whereas the median white borrower paid off 94% of their debt. Multiply this across generations and across tens of millions of students and you see the black and white divide is becoming more and more stark every single day. And this is not some long ago conspiracy. This is contemporary reality. So if the argument really is that we can't pay reparations to slaves because nobody alive today is a slave, well... There are millions of black people alive today who are suffering from these white supremacist policies denied equal justice because of the U.S. government's contemporary actions. And if you really want to put a number on it, at a bare minimum, a half million dollar reparations to every black person in America would be a good start. And that still does not absolve the U.S. government from paying reparations for 400 years of slavery, genocide, and Jim Crow. Class dismissed. Booyah! Y'all get
2: this? Are y'all paying attention? Are you all paying attention? In other words, what he's saying is after, the, after World War II and uh, they came up with the GI Bill, many black people couldn't benefit. Many, many black soldiers who came back who fought in World War II for the freedom of America did not and could not benefit from the GI Bill. Nor could many of the other black families that they set up housing for poor white families. Houses being sold for $10,000. Remember, what he said is that that house today would be worth a half, $1.5 million. The government purposely wrote it into law that black people would not benefit from that bill. So when you try to make the argument that you didn't know you, your people didn't have any slaves, your people didn't benefit from slavery. But your government did, and your government continued to do nothing more than discriminate against black people based on its policies. Yes, black people were free. Black people were no more no, no longer enslaved. But the government was still writing policy and passing legislation that was detrimental to the black community. This is part of where all of this poverty comes from. This is generational poverty that the government had its hand in. In fact, the government fostered it. See, this is what you all should be talking about as opposed to. Who's having somebody else's baby? You see what I'm saying? You all are missing the boat on what we as a black people should be focused on. And that is self-help and black entrepreneurship. Did you just hear what he said? By 2080, black wealth will be zero. What are you all doing about it, black people? Because don't expect the government to solve the problem because as I've said over and over again, if the government wanted to solve the problem with black people, it would have been solved a long time ago. They would be funding your schools. Instead, what are they doing? They're closing schools in black neighborhoods and basically sending black kids to white schools. And then those white schools are... Or the white parents are abandoning those schools And sending their lily white kids to charter schools And then if they can't get into that Then they make their own schools and send their kids to Because they don't want to go to school with your kids Thus the government don't want to fund your kids They don't want to do any of that Especially the states If they were concerned about your kids, then they would mandate pre-K and Head Start. It should be be a given. Every child should be able to have a free lunch. Yes, that's right. And if they're getting to school on a time, they should be able to get breakfast. Every child. Doesn't matter what their socioeconomic background is. That's what schools ought to be doing. Schools ought to be a nurturing environment. But they're not going to do that because schools are predominantly black in the inner city. So if government was trying to help black people, they would fund your schools. If government really wanted to help black people, then they would stop locking up black people for ridiculous charges. Many small-town governments make their money off of black people and their minority communities, over-policing, ticketing. If the government really wanted to help black people, they would stop that. They would stop black people getting shot down in the street for traffic violations. They would make sure that those people went to jail and not on vacation. You see, but by 2080, the black wealth is going to be zero. And the only people can save us is us. So every time I see a black politician going with their hat in their hand to white politicians, they miss the boat. This is, this is the conversations that we ought to be having in our fraternities, our sororities, our um. Uh, you know our churches, our, our, where, wherever your civic centers are, wherever your motorcycle clubs. These are the conversations that we ought to be having in our community because that—that's why I wanted to play that piece because that piece is shocking when you listen to those numbers. And I might play it again at the top of the next hour as well because. Those numbers are shocking, and it says and it tells you that the government had its hand into the detriment of black people, and that's not a surprise. But we we could stymie that if we simply started understanding economics and spending money with black people. I was happy today that Charles Barkley decided to give a million dollars to Spelman. I just heard that uh, from what I understand. There are a lot of black athletes are doing that. We need more of that. But you don't have to be a black athlete to make a difference in, in a black community. Just start spending your money in those communities. That's how you solve that problem. That's how you solve that problem. But as far as the government is concerned, we can't let them off the hook because they owe us reparations. And when you go back and you look at history, time after time after time, I mean, we can start at the end of the Civil War. But let's not forget about the 400 years. And as this young man so so eloquently stated, that we don't even have to go back 400 years. Let's start in 1965 when they passed that GI Bill. Let's start there. And he denoted the discrimination as it relates to this bill simply because you were black. That's profound. So just from the 60s. So I'm, I'm certainly know. I, I know you know somebody that was in the 60s. Because guess what? If you don't know anybody, my white brothers and sisters, you know me. Because I was born in 61. 61. Okay, So my mother who was trying to buy a house I remember as a kid going through all kinds of hell She finally was able to get one But it was rough I don't know the ins and outs of how she finally was able to get over that hump But she did But many blacks didn't Many blacks were relegated to the project the inner cities where again they abandon you. So I just want to ask you the question. It's time not only just to talk about reparations, it's time to start putting something in paper, on paper, where it is legitimate. This government has purposely attacked black people from the time the white people. Landed on these shores. Because by the way. If you didn't know. Many black people were already here. Okay. Many of us were already here. So. At the end of the day. As I told you. As I've been talking about it for a long time. I will continue to talk about reparations. Because. The plight of black people. Is directly related to. To the success of white people. That's just the bottom line on it. You've made millions of dollars. Off the backs of black people. As I've said often on the show. The new cotton. Are black children. Think about all the ways. That white people make money. Off of black children. Juvenile court. You know. All of that stuff. Medicine. Athletics You name it We need to bring some of that money back home And we also need to make sure That the local government And the state government And federal government Contribute Because they contributed to the demise of black people We can't let this go We're going to take a break When we come back, I'm going to try to get Stephanie Hobbs on the air. Talk to her about what's going on here and with her business. I think she's doing pretty good. Back in a moment, you're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinedradio.com. Radio and the weekly sports magazine. We here at JoinEdRadio.com would like to thank you for all the love and support you've given us. Our goal is to keep you inspired and informed daily with quality programming from gospel music, news, talk, and sports. Log on to JoinEdRadio.com for the program lineup and while there, be sure to make a donation, then download our app and carry us anywhere in the world. Please continue to spread the word about JoinEdRadio.com and if you are an entrepreneur or have an upcoming event or you'd like to start a show let the professional writers and producers here at joinetradio.com help you get the word out call me at 615-554-0568 for more details in the meantime stay informed and inspired daily right here on joinetradio.com
4: hello to quality time at marco's hello to the best part of the day and to making someone else's say hello to late nights and to the best night ever these are the primo moments and they call for italian quality pizza dough made from scratch every day sauce with a history in the making from the original giomarco recipe say hello to an authentic favorite every store every day the italian way hello primo
2: David W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's ribbrub dot com right now, and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, bacon, it, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'da thunk it? Peanuts, sautéed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my ribrub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. Hey, folks, are you looking for a place to exchange ideas and talk about the issues that affect our community? Then join me, David W. Coleman, and my co-host, Robert Webb, for Black Focus Radio every Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. on joinedradio.com. We like to say it's our issues, our solutions, our voices. Download the latest podcast on your favorite platform. Also catch us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. That's Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinedradio.com. Alright, welcome back to the show. Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me if you want to join the show. Of course, email blackfocusradio at gmail.com. Also, don't forget Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, you can download the podcast. And you can hear us everywhere. I, and I need to tell you, you can download the Joynet Radio app. So if you like good gospel music, you want to catch the show during uh, the broadcast time, which is 12 to 2, Monday through Friday, you can do that as well. So, so many ways to get in touch with us. So many ways to listen to the show. Uh, I love the fact that we've got people listening from all over the country and all over the world, believe it or not. I've got people that listen in India and, and Australia and it's kind of crazy, I can track all of that But anyway, uh, as I told you all One of the things that we want to do and in, in the Black Fact in the previous segment We talked about reparations And how, how important that is But also the importance of spending your dollars with black people Our economic empowerment is directly related To how we spend our money with one another Which means that we need to support one another. So one of the things that I'm going to be doing on my show, uh, at least once a month, every Friday, it will be called um, Light and Frothy Friday. And what it'll be, and we're probably going to move it to First Friday since the alliteration sounds so great. You know, like Light and Frothy First Friday, something like that. We'll get into all that later We'll get a little tag and all that stuff But one of the things I want to do Is highlight black businesses uh, And people who Are not getting the traditional love That they need to get And uh, someone on the line with me Is uh, Miss Stephanie Hobbs Stephanie are you there? Uh, How are you doing? Uh, Good to hear you Let's see hang on a minute We're not getting the audio the way We need to. So let me just make sure uh, before we do this, we got to do this right. Okay. Uh, Let's get that on. All right, Miss Hobbs, talk to me now.
1: Yes. Can you hear
2: me? Uh, That's much better. Much better. How are you doing, Stephanie?
1: I'm good. How are you?
2: Uh, Doing fantastic, Um, Stephanie Hobbs. is the pr- yes. p- the prior, the proprietor of Style Me Stephanie? So, Miss Hobbs, tell us what is Style Me Stephanie?
1: Style Me Stephanie is a fashion consulting business. Uh, I started actually started my business four years ago in twenty eighteen. So I've been in business for four years. Uh, I do uh, personal shopping, fashion and wardrobe styling for photo shoots. Special events. Um, I do some speaking engagements. I do closet revamps, uh, fashion consultations, fashion coordination, fashion show coordination. So that's just a little bit of what I do. Uh, I have my own t-shirt line and my all what I call the pop of color collection. That's just some of the things that I have going on right now.
2: Wow, that sounds exciting and a lot of stuff to do. Uh, so, yeah. uh, And we'll get into some of that stuff because I've got a few questions along those lines. But, okay. but tell us, how did you get into this, this business of Style Me, Stephanie?
1: Well, actually, uh, I've always had a love for fashion. I know that sounds a little bit cliche, but it's actually true. Uh, as a little girl, I've always watched my mom, and my mom was a very fashionable woman. Uh, I used to walk around and in her clothes, playing her shoes. So she always would say, oh, I think Stephanie is going to grow up and be just like me. She loves to be playing clothes. She loves playing jewelry and shoes. So she was right. I definitely uh, grew up and had to learn love for fashion. Uh, I used to uh, just outfits together for my friends when they're going to a party or event or something like that they would call on me and ask me hey Stephanie help me put my outfit together you know you always look so cute so can you help me so I just you know was doing that just for fun and like I say, four years ago I actually had this young lady she was actually uh, um, a radio talk show host and she wanted to change her image so she kind of asked me to help her, you know, change her look. And at that time, of course, I hadn't started a business. I didn't even think about fashion as a business, but it, it really is a business. And uh, so I started working with her, and um, she was like, Stephanie, you know, you really have what it takes. You know, you can start this as a business. I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. She was like, well, you know, why don't you just step out and do it? So, so, uh, of course, uh, June 16th of 2018, I stepped out on faith and started styling Stephanie.
2: Wow, that's, that sounds interesting. So um, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, where did you grow up? Where did you go to high school? Did you go to college? And uh, give us some sure. information about that.
1: Okay, well, I'm a small town country girl from a small town called Moro, Arkansas. It's uh, the Delta of uh, here in Arkansas. Now, uh,
2: now where's Moro at? Is that M O R O W?
1: It's, it's actually M O R O. Uh, it's 12 miles outside of Mariana, Arkansas. It's Eastern Arkansas. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with like Four City. Oh, yeah. West oh, yeah. Eleanor. Yeah. So uh, it's actually probably probably about maybe a 20 minute drive from Fort City. I don't even think it's that long, but it's in that area. And then, of course, Murrow is right there in between Mariana and Four City. Um, but yeah, like I say, I, I grew up, you know, as a country girl. I went to school at uh, in Mariana. The name of the high school was Leasing. Your High School. The home of the Mighty, Mighty Trojans. Uh, Who? Black, the Mighty Trojans. Who? Mighty Trojans.
2: <laughs> I'm just messing with you. You know there's only I one think. real high school in the state of Arkansas, right? <laughs>
1: Okay, oh, that's right. You're not from the Arkansas. So then I was grown, graduated from high school. I went on to the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, which is my college alma mater. And I chose the Black and Gold as well. And that's home of the Golden Lions. So I did that. I uh, graduated from UATB, And then um, I was out of school for a little while and decided to go back to get my master's. And then I got my master's in business administration from the University of Phoenix. So that's a little bit about me. Uh, I love to travel, of course. Like I say, I love fashion. I love meeting new people. Um, that's just some of my hobbies and some of the things that I love to do.
2: Wow. So I'm curious, why Little Rock, as opposed to you being maybe a 40 minute drive from Memphis, which is a bigger city?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you asked that. Well, Little Rock, actually, when I graduated from college. Which is you know Pine blessing and Little Rock is what forty minutes uh, from each other. I actually uh, got a job with University of Arkansas of Medical Science (UAMS), so I started working there after I graduated from college. So that's how I got to Little Rock, and I've been here ever since. Mm, okay, so Several uh, years ago, it's twenty plus years now.
2: It's been twenty years. So you've yeah, also had the pleasure. Go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: No, it's actually probably 20-plus. I really lost count, but it's probably going on 30 years now, I, I think. If oh. I did the math, probably about 30 years now.
2: Okay, so you've also had the uh, the pleasure of being featured in a couple of local magazines. Is that not correct?
1: Uh, well, none of them was local. Actually, one, a, I did represent my state uh, Arkansas for Who Am I magazine. Um, I actually made the cover for January and February of this year. Oh yeah, I remember I
2: seeing that. Tell us about that.
1: Um. Okay. Well, um. To be honest, when I did this, I was only supposed to be featured. So I just want everybody know how, how God could just turn things around so quickly. But I was just so supposed to be featured as you know a business small business owner and the magazine. So when I did my interview with the writer. Uh, she loved my interviews. She loved my passion. She could, like, she could feel my passion through the phone. So she's like, well, Stephanie, you know, I know I don't know you or anything like that. She says, I just love your story. I love how you started out. And she's like, I'm just going to make a suggestion that you make the cover. She's like, now that may not happen, but hey, at least I'll try, you know, and get you there. I said, okay. I said, well, you know, I'm just grateful and humbled that I, you know, can at least be featured in the magazine. Okay, so like two days before uh, New Year's Eve, I get a phone call from the editor, Terry Watson. He's out of Greenville, South Carolina. I hope I have the city and state right, but I believe that's, that's correct. But he's the editor in chief of Who Am I Magazine. And he called me and he's like, uh, I just texted you a picture. And I said, okay. Let me check my phone. So I took my phone and I was like, wait a minute, this looks like the cover instead of a feature. And he's like, yes, ma'am. He's like, we want you to be a, a cover. We want you to be the cover of January and February. And I was just like blown away because I just was not expecting that. So that's what happened. And from since then, I've been featuring a few magazines, at, uh, Voyage Magazine out of Memphis. Shout out Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Vogue
2: magazine, Houston, and in Dallas. Wow, you like big time. I mean, we're we're talking to <laughs> the uh, big time celebrity Stephanie Hobbs <laughs> from Style Me Stephanie. And if you want to look good, then you need to call Stephanie. We'll get all her contact information and here call
1: in. Me. Inbox me, DM me, whatever you have to do, uh, I will get you right. I promise
2: you. Well, go ahead and tell them how to contact you, Stephanie.
1: Okay, uh, well, my website is com. Make sure you put the AR at the end or you won't find me. Uh, on Instagram, you can follow me at Steph. that's S T E P H A R. On Instagram and then on Facebook it's just Style
2: Me Stephanie. Okay So that's how you get in touch with her uh, i tell you what yes. uh, We're going to take a quick break And when we come back we'll get into some of the things That she actually helps People with okay And we'll find out if she helps Guys because some of y'all Walking around with your pants down around your butt uh, It ain't very Appealing so but I agree We'll we'll, see, well, we'll we'll get into all of that here in just a moment let's take a break you're listening to black Focus Radio our issues our solutions our voices on jointedradio.com <music>
0: Synergy Insurance Group is the small business that we need to turn everybody on to. Javita Nelson is the expert advisor and licensed in 20 states. Synergy Insurance Group has been offering personalized insurance services since 1997. Call Javita at 877-GO-LOVE-INS. She can help you with old-fashioned personal service. Synergy Insurance Group is the one that you want and need for affordable insurance. Specializing in burial plans that will allow you and yours to personalize your final expenses. Check out Synergy Insurance Group on the web at synergyinsgroup.biz or talk to Javita at 877 go glove ins
2: The purpose of this commercial is to promote various insurance products. National producer numbers 1661510 and 7529748.
5: Hi, this is Alvin from Havivi's Durable Medical Equipment Company. Because of COVID, many of us have lost our jobs and are unable to feed our kids like we wish. If your child is underweight, five years of age or older, and on Medicaid, you may be able to get formula to help them regain their healthy weight, you will need a prescription from their primary care physician and give us a call and let us help. Our number is 501 663 1553. We are open five days a week from nine to five. Have your doctor fax your prescription to our fax line, which is 501-661-0738 today. Keeping your child healthy is our priority. That's Habibis, 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 your durable medical equipment center. We are located 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. That number again is 663-1553. 663-1553.
6: Hey guys, this is David Ashley, Deacon David Ashley. I want to turn y'all on to the Deacon Days Radio Show. It's a praise project. We're going to be playing music from inspirational artists and gospel artists from all over the world. Never, ever heard of. And also we'll be interviewing and asking them very pertinent questions to why and how they came up with their music. Don't forget, the Deacon Days Radio Show, it's a praise project. Saturdays from 10 to 11 on joynetradio.com.
2: All right, welcome back to the show. We're having our light and frothy Friday segment today. Uh, we'll do this once a month. I think it's pretty cool that what we're what we're doing is highlighting a black business every month. We're gonna give them free time, let them talk about their business, and hopefully you'll start supporting them. All right, that's how we. That's my contribution to building up the black community because. Advertising is, is is important. People need to know where you are and what you do. And if they don't know that, then they can't support you. But more importantly, I get so sick of people saying, I can't find no black business. Yeah, you can. You're just not looking. If we're going to save our community, it begins with us. Charity begins at home. So we've got to start making sure that we are supporting and making sure that we are spending our dollars with black people. Yeah, that's what we need to do. On the line with us right now, we've got the the owner and brain child behind Style Me, Stephanie, Miss Stephanie Hobbs. Hey, Stephanie, you still there? I am still here. Uh, so let's talk a little bit. And, you know, in the break, I was thinking about a couple of things. Because okay. Let's start here. Obviously, I see you on a regular basis. I've seen the magazine cover. Yes. I personally don't just put anyone on my show. I think I told you that. Uh, Yes, you did. But but part of the reason that I decided to put you on the show is because Uh of your style. I like your style. I like what you represent. I like how you present yourself. But when you look at the broader spectrum of black women specifically, and Mm -hmm. I know you're not just targeting black women, but you being a black woman, and when you look at the broader perspective of black women and how Mm -hmm. many of them seem to dress so provocatively today, what, what are your thoughts on that, uh, and and how do you address it if you meet a client who is flamboyant and you're trying to bring them back more to the classy style that you seem to uh, exhibit?
1: Okay, well, like I say, uh, well, style, well, I just want to say this. You know, this is one of my favorite quotes from Rachel Zoe. where she has always said, style is a way to say who you are without having to speak and i and i love that quote is because like like you say you like my style. you didn't really know me when you first met me but you like my style. My style spoke to you before you even got to know me is that correct
2: yes you can say that
1: okay okay so um, i'm learning as i've worked with different women um a lot of women just don't know. I mean, they. when I say they don't know, like, they don't know their style. They're just going with the trends or they're going on what they see other people wear. They don't really know what they style, their style is or really who they are. And the way I started out, like I said, my, my mother taught me how to dress. My mother taught me how to carry myself. So, and I'm learning a lot of women just was not taught that, you know, as far as, you know, growing up young women i'm starting to uh work with a lot of young teenagers and i'm trying to teach them that you know you don't have to be half naked to be seen or to be sexy so that is one of the things that i amen
4: lights
1: (laughs) so uh i try to when i work with with women they want to contact me and they want to be styled you know i ask them a series of questions you know like what's your favorite color what do you feel that you look best in and I also, one question I love to ask is, like, what do you feel that you don't look best in? I'll be, I ask that question because I want to know because, you know, the answers are so different. And sometimes people say, well, I don't look good at this, you know, in this particular vibe because I'm too fat or I got, or I was told I didn't look good this color. And I'm just like, well, do you feel that way or are you just going on by what somebody else tells you? So I try to get to know my clients when I'm trying to style them because, you know, every woman is different. And every body shape is different. So when I talk to my clients, I try to get to know them before I even try to start even styling them. And like I say, I ask a series of questions to get to know them. And, and like I say, I'm just starting to learn that a lot of women, you know, they, they'll buy pieces. You know, they feel like it's cute, but they don't know how to put it together. They don't know what looks best on them. And then they just, you know, like I say, growing up, they just wasn't taught. So I try to teach that. Like one of my three things that I like to always tell people, that I like to inspire, motivate, and educate. Because edu- fashion is a, part of educating. I educate my my potential clients and clients on fashion because some of them just don't know.
2: Amen. Lights. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> because I'm going to say <laughs> as from a male perspective. Some of the okay. stuff that some of these women wear today and they mm-hmm. think that it's attractive to men and it's not. It just really isn't. And right, we as right. men sit back and talk about it. And yeah. but I, I don't know who women dress for today, uh, but they ain't dressing for brothers. I'm just saying. I'm, that's just, <laughs> just my editorial. Well, you, sisters, <laughs> if you're out there listening... And you at revealing all your cleavage and all that stuff. A man wants to imagine, you see. Right, right. He don't want to know what's there before he even gets a chance to be there. I'm trying to be yeah. tactful here, but anyway. So right, speaking right. of men, uh, Miss Hobbs, uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh.
2: do you help men? Because
1: <laughs> there are a lot me, of brothers
2: you know. out here who can't dress either.
1: That's, you're absolutely right. I do have men. Like My majority clientele um, are women, but I do have men. I'm actually a, a independent contractor for Q Clothier here in Little Rock. Uh, it's out, out in the Promenade um, Shopping Center. And they specialize, well, you know, they have a lot of things in the store, but they specialize in custom pieces, custom suits, dresses, I mean, excuse me, not dresses, custom suits, dress shirts, pants, and stuff of that nature. And I do, I help me, you know, put their looks together. So, yes, I do help me in just as well as I have women. Uh, so, uh,
2: get that number real fast, Stephanie. Give it fa- fast. You brothers y'all listening, take this number down, <laughs> please.
1: Are <laughs> you so my telephone number? Yes. Five zero one three five two zero four three eight. That's how you can contact me, and you can also schedule a consultation on my website, and that's www. Click the consult, book your consult, and we can talk.
2: Now, is there a cost for the consult?
1: Yes, there is. You don't have to give There's the price,
2: a- but I'm just letting people know this ain't yes, this as this, as this as as ain't cost. Walmart.
1: No, this is not. This is a business. So, therefore, there is a cost for your console. You have uh, two slots. You can do a 30-minute slot or an hour slot.
2: Wow. So, uh, this is how you get started, men and women. This is what you do if you want to change your style. And certainly, as you get older, some of you older women trying to look like y'all 25, and you look like clowns. I'm just going to I, I mean I, I'm sorry, I did not mean to say that. I'll just say. David. It. <laughs> so please call Stephanie and let her hook you up. I'm, I'm telling you, when you see this sister, go out to your her website and just check her out. okay? This is what I call classy. all right?
1: Thank you. So I appreciate it.
2: So you all need some of you all need some help. It's okay. It's okay if you need a little help. We all need a little help every now and then. And if your wardrobe, uh, you know, if people are double taking you when you go to the, to the store, maybe you might yeah. need to call Stephanie and say, hey, Stephanie, you know. that."
1: And, and what I want to throw out there is like, you know, just be, don't think I can't help you because you don't live in Little Rock, Arkansas. If you go on my website and look at my services, one of my services is virtual styling. I can sell you right from my home. Uh, All I need to see is your closet and what you got going on. So I could definitely, I actually did virtual styling when the pandemic hit. That was one of my uh, services I really had to push during the pandemic. So don't think just because you don't live here, I can't help you get your style right, okay?
2: And that's a great idea, Stephanie. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, today's, uh, you know, with with all the technology available, yeah, that should be easy to do. Uh, and uh, I mean, even if you're here local, and you don't want yeah. her to come to your house because you got all kinds of stuff out in your living room floor with your kids and banana peels,
1: yeah, uh, All she
2: needs to do is see your closet, closet, and she can help you out with that. So I'm yeah, glad yeah. you brought that up. Yes, we can
1: definitely talk Facetime, Zoom, uh, Microsoft Teams, whatever you got. I can uh, Google Duo, what you, whatever you have. We can definitely, as long as I can see you and see your club, what you got going on, I can definitely style you.
2: Fantastic. So what is your number one uh, requested uh, service?
1: Uh, Actually, my number one requested service is probably just personal style. Just um, everyday looks. uh, A lot of women just want to know how to dress on their everyday, you know, like, uh, you know, since the pandemic hit, Uh, A lot of people work from home now, so they're not really dressing up. They want to, like, okay, what can I do to be comfortable and chic and still be cute, And you know, in my my leggings or, you know, something, you know, really comfortable. They still want to look cute, but they're working from home. And then, you know, of course, you know, there's a lot of moms out there. They, you know, working with the kids, going different places. They want to be cute when they go out. So, you know, I just give them a few styling tips of what uh, signature pieces, pieces they can use to be cute and comfortable. Um, That's number one. You know, I I like to be cute all the time, but I also like to be comfortable as well. So I just give them some of those uh, tips and uh, if they need, it's another one. It's actually my two top uh, services that I'm at. It's personal shopping. There's a lot of women that uh, they want to look good, but they don't want to go shopping. So I can do that too.
2: Well, just just a cornucopia of things that you can help women become uh, better looking uh, out in public. So let me ask you, you know, people tend to believe that you've got to spend a lot of money on clothes in order to look good. Is that true?
1: That is not true. You can look. uh, You can look classy you can look sexy you can look whatever you want to look and still uh look good on a budget i shop on a budget all the time and there's a lot of times that uh, i get asked you know like where do you shop at because you always look so classy you always look your clothes are so expensive uh and i'll tell them sometimes you know where i get some of my pieces and they're like are you seriously this is where you go i'm like yeah i was like i i you know i try to teach the people that you know i do like my name brand you know pieces But I don't always focus on name brand items. I mean, I mix my highs and lows. And when I say my highs and lows, like my highs are like my name brand stuff. My lows is, you know, of course, it's not name brand. I mix it up together. So you definitely can shop on a budget. You can definitely look good on a budget. And I also teach my clients that as well.
2: Well, that's fantastic. Stephanie, it's been great talking to you. Uh, And you're our first guest for our our Light and Frawl Through Friday. So again, tell us. Tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you. Uh, and uh, also, if you got any specials going on, uh, just just go for it.
1: Okay, sure. Well, I mean, I prefer, like most people, when you contact me, contact me through my website. If you want a consultation, hit my website at com. Click on that console, book your console, we can talk. On Instagram, it's at A R Facebook, Style me, Stephanie. You can see my services, everything that I provide at this time right now. Uh, I just had a special end uh, actually on yesterday, but I'm always having a uh, discount codes coming up like every month, so just be on the lookout. If you follow me, you will see all that information because I'm always keeping my followers and clients up to date on everything that I got going on. So, please, I'll, like I say, just if you need to, if you need styling consultation, get my website up and I'll be happy
2: to have you. Well, that's fantastic. And uh we've enjoyed having you on as well. And I think uh i I don't throw out compliments just easily. So when I tell you you've you got a little class and a little style about yourself, I'm not just saying that to make you You're smile. So Thank
1: you. Thank you.
2: You know, so and thanks for having me. No no problem at all. Uh you have a you have a good evening and uh we will talk to you soon.
1: Okay, thank you. You too. Have a good
2: evening. All right, bye-bye. That's Stephanie Hobbs from Style Me Stephanie. Uh, And as I said, she's part of a series that we are having on Black Focus Radio called Light and Frothy Friday, where we're going to feature a black business once a month and let them give, we gave her 30 minutes to do her thing, 33 minutes to do her thing. And she presented herself very, very well. Uh, As I've told you before, before I put you on, I interview you, I look at you, I talk to you. You need to be able to present your business, and she did a fantastic job. I will give you uh, just a hint to all of the other business people out there listening. If you don't have an elevator pitch, you need to get one, okay? Just imagine being at the bottom floor and... A rich executive comes on and wants to talk to you about your business. You have from the time he gets on the elevator until you get to the top of the floor. Can you spill your business, as we call it? What's your spill? You ought to be able to tell everybody about your business in less than around 90 seconds. I'm just saying. So that's a hint for you, business owners, okay? People ask me, well, what, do you, what, what, what is your rib rub? My rib rub is Coleman's Dynamic Products. You can go to ribbrub.com. Uh, you can use it on fish, chicken, shrimp, vegetables, baked potatoes, microwave oven. Uh, there are gift boxes, and don't forget about the rib nuts. They are spicy peanuts coated with my rub. Again, go to ribrub.com. That was less than 60 seconds right there. That's an elevator pitch Okay You all need to be able to do that And we'll be giving you more business hints As we move forward uh, As well because it's important for us To again Support black businesses Okay Fantastic interview Enjoyed that tremendously We're going to take the top of the hour break When we get back We're going to get into a little some Some of the subject matter of the show today we got to talk a little bit about Arkansas. This is, this is where we emanate from. Two things, COVID and an, year, an eight year old boy dead. We're also gonna talk about video and why it doesn't just disappear. It has to be prompted. If You don't know what I mean by that. I'll tell you that in a moment. And <laughs> we got to throw in more about separation of church and state. If you don't understand this, then you don't understand what's going on with the abortion issue. Back in a moment. You're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinetradio.com. David W. Coleman, host of Black Focus Radio and the Weekly Sports Magazine. We here at joinedradio.com would like to thank you for all the love and support you've given us. Our goal is to keep you inspired and informed daily with quality programming from gospel music, news talk, and sports. Log on to joinedradio.com for the program lineup, and while there, be sure to make a donation, then download our app, and carry us anywhere in the world. Please continue to spread the word about joinedradio.com joinetradio.com and if you are an entrepreneur or have an upcoming event or you'd like to start a show let the professional writers and producers here at joinetradio.com help you get the word out call me at 615-554-0568 for more details in the meantime stay informed and inspired daily right here on joinetradio.com
4: hello to quality time at marco's hello to the best part of the day and to making someone else's say hello to late nights and to the best night ever these are the primo moments and they call for italian quality pizza dough made from scratch every day sauce with a history in the making from the original Giammarco recipe say hello to an authentic favorite every store every day the italian way hello primo David W. Coleman here for Coleman's
2: Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R I B B R U B B.com right now, and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors hot, spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, Bake it, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'da thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. Hey, folks, are you looking for a place to exchange ideas and talk about the issues that affect our community? Then join me, David W. Coleman, and my co-host, Robert Webb, for Black Focus Radio every Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. on joinedradio.com. We like to say it's our issues, our solutions, our voices. Download the latest podcast on your favorite platform. Also catch us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. That's Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinedradio.com.
1: The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using
0: our voices on Black Focus Radio.
2: Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation, get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, welcome back to the second hour of the show, Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. Eight five 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 two five five six eight three is the number. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I just thought about. I gotta. I, I, I meant to bring this up yesterday, uh, but I I gotta talk about it today. Okay, uh, we'll throw that in later on in the show. We'll we'll get that. I I, I just. So, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my God. So, these are his actual words. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that here in a little bit. All right. I want to thank Stephanie Hobbs from Style Me Stephanie for, for our light and frothy uh, Friday uh, segment. Uh, we'll be talking more. And again, be sure to go out to her website and help her out if you just want to change your style. It doesn't mean that you can't dress. You know, sometimes uh, having someone a different perspective it's better i i i used to tell women all the time when i was married i bought a lot of clothes for my my uh my my wife my then wife uh and uh because a lot of times people looking at you on the outside can see what you look good in you get sometimes you get uh blind eye uh uh sometimes eye blind when it comes to fashion because that's what you're used to but other people can look and see that hey, you would look good in this, this color would be popping on you, this, that, and, other. and I tell women that all the time because I'm a fashion type guy uh, as well. But anyway, thanks, Stephanie, for uh, for doing that. Y'all say, well, all you ever see me in is blue jeans and a shirt. That's right. But when I step out, bro, I step out. I'm just saying. All right. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me. Uh, if you want to join the show I promised you all that I would replay that piece about reparations and I'm gonna do that uh, here in just a moment because I think it's important uh, that we talk about that and in part that is why uh, we're going to start featuring a black business once a month on the show uh, as it relates to them doing their thing all right so we're gonna we'll get into all of that here in just a moment uh, and, um, but well, what I want to do is talk a little bit and let me see if I can get this thing to play uh, if possible here. I'm getting everything set up here. I, I I probably should have did this in the break but I'm sorry I was being uh, I was being stupid. So let me get it all set up. And we're going to talk a little bit about Herschel Walker uh, as well later on. Uh, we've just got to. Uh, it's uh, it's a sad commentary, it it really is, and it's really embarrassing, especially for black men. I'm embarrassed for the brother, because, you know, there are black people, there are white people, and racists out there who are looking at Herschel and saying, "See, he's one of those dumb N words. Look at him." So, I'm just throwing that out there for a friend. All right, so let's let's. Uh, Hmm, Alright, let me get everything set up for you And then we, I want to play Because this piece is just so profound to me It is just so profound So, so uh, if we can get it queued up right Here we go
3: Let's talk about reparations In response to my video calling for reparations of black people This guy responds This should have been done then I didn't own slaves And no one living was a slave Let's address this First of all, let's dismiss the asinine point That because there wasn't accountability then There can't be accountability now As long as the government is still around, accountability of that government is absolutely possible. The broader point is that this is not about reparations for people who are no longer alive. This is about your hatred for black people. Because if we really did want to focus on people who are still living, we can pay reparations of black people simply for the injustices committed against them during the civil rights era. And I'll give you one really good example. Houses. After World War II there was a housing boom, and every American family wanted the American dream of a house. The Federal Housing Authority decided to give out loans to people but only white people explicitly wrote into their contracts that these loans cannot go to black people for any reason whatsoever as a result white families were able to purchase homes and black families were not home ownership is the number one way to build generational wealth in america those homes that were then sold for about ten thousand dollars are now worth about a half million or more that's wealth and equity that allowed white families to start small businesses pay for their kids college tuition without student loans or invest in new property and make even more money all things denied to black families altogether, and the results have been devastating. According to numerous studies, black median wealth has dropped by more than half in the last 40 years. Meanwhile, white wealth has increased 33%. But it gets even worse than this. The median black family today owns only $3,600, just 2% of the wealth of the median white family. And yeah, it gets even worse than this. At this rate, the median white wealth will be 174000 by 2050. And the median black wealth will be only $600. Black wealth is projected to be zero by 2082. This is what we mean by the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer but the scary part is this is not accidental this is deliberate and systemic. This is why we also say that student debt is a racial justice issue. The study found that two decades after taking out the student loans the median black borrower still owed 95% of their debt whereas the median white borrower paid off 94% of their debt. Multiply this across generations and across tens of millions of students and you see the black and white divide is becoming more and more stark every single day and This is not some long ago conspiracy. This is contemporary reality so if the argument really is that we can't pay reparations to slaves because nobody alive today is a slave well there are millions of Black people alive today who are suffering from these white supremacist policies, denied equal justice because of the U.S. government's contemporary actions. And if you really want to put a number on it, at a bare minimum, a half million dollars reparations to every Black person in America would be a good start. And that still does not absolve the U.S. government from paying reparations for 400 years of slavery, genocide, and Jim Crow. Class dismissed.
2: Boom shakalaka, boom. <laughs> I couldn't have put it no better, and I've talked about it on ad infinitum, okay? We're going to continue to play that piece. That piece is profound. So this hour, we want to talk a little bit, and let me go ahead and talk about some of the things um, here in Arkansas that's going on, because as I've been telling you all, that this COVID thing is real. It hasn't went away, Okay? But some of y'all seem to believe that it it has. I'm walking around today with my mask on and people looking at me like I'm crazy. (laughs) No, bro, you crazy because you don't follow the news. I do. I don't want to get COVID. Sorry, I don't do well when I'm sick. And I've got too much thing, too many things happening right now. And I certainly don't want to be slowed by COVID. All right. All right. So let me just read this article for it to you. It's from KTHV Channel 11, right here smack dab in the heart of Little Rock. It says, Arkansas have seen a recent uptick in cases of COVID 19 within the last two weeks and is currently the highest. That means the top. That means you're number one. Woo Arkansas always want to be number one. Woo! You're the highest in the nation for the spread of the disease. Did you hear what I said? The number of COVID-19 cases in Arkansas are up 54% as of the last two weeks due to a new sub-variant of Omicron that has been making its way through the state. Dr. Jennifer Dillahay with the Department of Health said despite the rise in cases, this sub-variant doesn't seem to be as severe as the Delta variant that we saw late last summer. Instead of attacking the lungs, this variant tends to stay in the nose and throat, but that doesn't mean we should take it lightly. According to the data that was uh, compiled by the New York Times, Arkansas is currently the highest in the nation for COVID-19 spread. The total number of coronavirus patients in the hospital rose by 31. The number of cases grew by over 1,500 on Tuesday, which has been the largest one-day jump in new cases since January. The last time the state received over 30 cases in a single day was January 26, during the first surge of infections from the Omicron variant. According to the Arkansas Health Department, the state's death toll for the virus is currently at 11,610. The number of hospitalized patients is now at 337, which is the highest level since March 5th. The number of intensive care patients grew by 14 to 58, the largest one-day rise since February 28th. Okay, That's news you can use, Arkansas, because that's some real stuff right there. That's some real stuff. I don't want to get COVID. I'm going to keep wearing my mask. I don't care about y'all. Y'all can laugh and point fingers at me all you want. And just because I wear my mask doesn't mean that I'm not going to get it, but I just don't want to take a chance. That's just me. That's just me. All right. One other news, an eight-year-old was fatally shot. Deputies are investigating a shooting death of an eight-year-old boy by his five-year-old brother. Man, do I really want to read this story? This happened in Pine Bluff. An eight-year-old boy is dead after being shot by his younger brother, according to the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. The incident occurred Thursday around 2 p.m. on Shannon Valley Road, just west of Pine Bluff. Once deputies were on the scene, they found the eight-year-old unresponsive Inside the home, the child was pronounced dead once the coroner arrived on the scene. The child was reportedly shot by his five-year-old brother. Investigators say the shooting was accidental. This is a tragic incident that could have been avoided. I can't emphasize strongly enough that guns need to be well secured and kept out of the hands and away from children at all times, according to the Sheriff Lafayette Woods, Jr., Gun owners that do not properly secure their firearms are just one split second away from one of these tragedies happening in their home. Now, let me just say this. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. That if a parent, if a parent's gun is used to commit an act, whether accidental or criminal, and that weapon was not stored properly, then that parent should go to jail. Now I know this this parent here is is already suffering. He's they're already probably beating themselves up because they didn't store that gun properly. Guns are not anything to play with. And 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 now with the with with you all letting your children watch TV so much, if you see gunplay all the time on all of these shows, and particularly if some of y'all are watching these crime dramas. So if you got your five year old sitting there watching these crime dramas with you and he sees a gun, he's going to think he doesn't know that it isn't real. He's going to play as well. To the detriment of his eight year old brother, this is a sad story, but uh, look, I don't mean to be hard, but you got to blame that parent who was the owner of that weapon and why wasn't it stored? See, these are the things that we can do to to prevent some of these homicides. And although this isn't a homicide, but how many, I'd be curious to find out. How many homicides are committed by a parent's gun? Now, we know there are a lot of stories of how police and other gun traffickers show up in the black neighborhoods, open up a trunk all kinds of guns for sale look that's not an exaggeration that happens okay but all of these kids are not getting guns from gun runners some of these kids are getting guns from home and therein, you there is where you can crack down if your gun is not stored safely then guess what I hate to tell you this but And it goes out and commits a crime or a tragedy happens like this. You need to spend some time in jail, bro. I'm just saying. Don't mean to be hard. Don't mean to be mean. But this is a tragedy. See, two people were killed. And although this five-year-old is five, he's going to remember this for the rest of his life. He's going to remember that his brother is no longer there. And although he may block it, but at some point, there are going to be psychological damages to this child because of the irresponsibility of a parent. This could have been prevented. You heard heard what the sheriff said. It could have been prevented, but no no one wants to talk about that. No one wants to bring that up. This is a tragedy, no ifs, ands, or buts, and we can do better as a nation. Can't you, Republicans? At least I hope you can. All right, we're gonna take we're gonna take a break. When we get back, we gotta talk about Herschel Walker. I keep saying I'm gonna talk about him, and I never do, but I am gonna talk about Herschel. Okay. I am, and we got to talk about police again. Yeah, we got to do that, and we'll end on separation of church and state. You're listening to Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinetradio.com.
0: Synergy Insurance Group is the small business that we need to turn everybody on to. Javita Nelson is the expert advisor and licensed in 20 states. Synergy Insurance Group has been offering personalized insurance services since 1997. Call Javita at 877 go ins She can help you with old fashioned personal service. Synergy Insurance Group is the one that you want and need for affordable insurance. Specializing in burial plans that will allow you and yours to personalize your final expenses. Check out Synergy Insurance Group on the web at synergyinsgroup.biz or talk to Javita at 877-GO-GLOVE-INS. The purpose
2: of this commercial is to promote various insurance products. National producer numbers 1661510 and 7529748.
5: Hi, this is Alvin from Havivi's Durable Medical Equipment Company. Because of COVID, many of us have lost our jobs and are unable to feed our kids like we wish. If your child is underweight, five years of age or older, and on Medicaid, you may be able to get formula to help them regain their healthy weight, you will need a prescription from their primary care physician and give us a call and let us help. Our number is 501 663 1553. We are open five days a week from nine to five. Have your doctor fax your prescription to our fax line, which is 501-661-0738 today. Keeping your child healthy is our priority. That's Habibis, 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 your durable medical equipment center. We are located 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. That number again is 663-1553. 663-1553.
6: Hey guys, this is David Ashley, Deacon David Ashley I want to turn y'all on to the Deacon Days Radio Show It's a praise project We're going to be playing music from inspirational artists And gospel artists from all over the world Never ever heard of And also we'll be interviewing and asking them very pertinent questions To why and how they came up with their music Don't forget, the Deacon Days Radio Show It's a praise project Saturdays from 10 to 11 on joynetradio.com
2: Alright, welcome back to the show Black Focus Radio Our issues Our solutions Our voices 855-525-5683 is the number That's how you get in touch with me If you want to join the show Again, I want to thank Stephanie Hobbs For joining us for our light and frothy moment uh, We'll do more of those I, I enjoyed that That was pretty cool That was pretty cool We're going to do more of those Alright um, So This segment Tell you what's coming up for the rest of the show We're going to talk about Herschel Walker uh, we're also going to talk about why video does not disappear, and then we'll end on a church and state n- moment, all right? Got to do it. We're going to talk about it more, all right? All right, so as you all know, Herschel Walker is running for the Senate in Georgia, and I hate to say it, but I'm trying to decide who was who's the biz- biggest idiot, Donald Trump or Herschel Walker? And I could go through a multiple, a multiplicity of things that I could compare the two, and still I have no answer. But I'm telling you, Herschel, yeah, I believe he got his public speaking. He took his public speaking classes under Donald Trump. Let me, let me, let me give you an example. Uh, y- y'all y'all want to hear this? Let me, let me give you an example. If I can get it to load. Here we go.
7: Because they're not telling you right now. Our enemies. Not our brothers right next to us. Our enemy. Is probably a chain. Because they're not telling you. That right now. Chain is just sitting back. Looking. They're not being quiet. They're just looking. Because they want us to destroy each other within. They're not telling you that this virus was created by China but do you know the whole world is not even talking about it because it seems like everybody want to play footsie with China
2: that's Herschel Walker okay that's Herschel Walker so there's more
7: downfall because we need energy for everything. Do y'all know that? Yeah. And they were talk about the Green New Deal. You know, climate change. I'm going to help y'all with that real quickly and I'm going to do it in the Wrightsville way so you can understand what I'm saying. We, in America, have some of the cleanest air and cleanest water of anybody in the world. That's right. So what we do is we're going to put from the Green New Deal millions or billions of dollars cleaning our good air up. So all of a sudden China and India ain't putting nothing in there cleaning that situation up. So all that bad air is still there. But since we don't control the air, our good air decided to float over to China, bad air. So when China gets our good air, their bad air got to move. It moves over
2: to our good air space, and now we gotta clean that bike up. Wow, there's more. I'm gonna read this one. This one is his actual words as well. There are no bones in ice cream, as I have said, religious or otherwise, regardless of shoe size. In fact. I like toasters. I dropped the mic on that one. Now, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it again. If this guy wins, then someone truly did cheat. Now, folks in Atlanta, please go to the polls. Please Herschel Walker is an idiot. I know first graders who could out-debate him. Herschel Walker is an idiot. He has no business being a senator. He has no business even running for the office. He's an idiot. Just like Donald Trump, we see now that Donald Trump had no business being in the Oval Office, have we not learned anything as an American electorate? I don't care how Republican you might be. At the end of the day, you still should want some, someone who can competently run the country. Herschel Walker cannot contribute to that one iota. We don't own the air above us. We don't own the atmosphere. What an idiot. How long are we going to have to suffer this? At what point will the American electorate wake up and say, uh-oh, okie doke, nah, that ain't happening, bro. Mm-mm, nope, mm-mm, okie We're not playing that. This guy has lied. He first claimed that he had only one child and chastised black fathers, uh, not even knowing the facts about black fathers, where well, they they raise their children more so than any other ethnic group. But I can't blame you on that one, Hershey, because that's been the mantra. And of course, when you can when you can crap on black dads, that's always good for the electorate, for black women. And then you come to find out that oops. You got not one but two other children out of wedlock that you apparently are not taking care of, and you tried to hide it. Oh, you, you 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 own the company. Everything that you've said that has come out of your mouth, Herschel, is a lie. That we can understand, of course, because half the crap that comes out of your mouth. We don't know whether you're going or coming. It's like, what'd he say? You know that little puppy that looks at you like confused? Like, what the? And you know, you know what he's, that puppy is saying when he's looking at you like, what the? That's Herschel Walker. So please, people in Atlanta. And, and, and here's the other thing. This is an embarrassment to me. You know, I support black black people. Y'all know that by now. I love it particularly when a black male is in that when when he's in 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 power and he's he's got that black male walk. That's why so many people love Denzel Washington cuz Denzel got that black man walk. You know, yeah, I'm bad. Just look at me. You can't touch me. Denzel got that walk. Y- y- you know what I'm saying? But Herschel, you ain't got it, bro. You ain't got it, man. I'm sorry. Something's wrong with you. And you sure as hell don't need to be in the Senate. In fact, somebody needs to go and check you for CTE. I'm not being mean or anything, but I I, I can't imagine that you're that dumb. I I just, I, I, I can't fathom but maybe you are. <laughs> wow. People in Atlanta, please go vote. Please.
6: Please.
2: Okay? He's in a he's an embarrassment to black men. He tried to make single fathers, black fathers an embarrassment. No, Herschel, you're the envar- you're the embarrassment. You are the one who are making black men look bad. Please. For the sake of black men and future black men go sit your ass down somewhere. Okay. So the MNPD says some camera footage is missing from at least 180 arrests or citations. Hmm. This is the Metro Nashville Police Department, the place where I went to get rich and famous. Got a little fame but not any riches at all. But I don't begrudge the city cuz I love Nashville. Let me just read a little bit of this to you. Some of the footage from Nashville's police body cam, body worn and in-car cameras was lost, and what the department says was a server transfer error. In total, MNPD says videos from at least 183 arrests or citations, as well as 543 other incidents over the last year were incomplete. The issue was discovered two months ago when the district attorney's office requested a video from MNPD and found a gap in the footage and alerted MNPD. So, you had some of it, but you didn't have all of it. Okay? MNPD says that's when they reached out to the vendor of the camera systems, WatchGuard, and began to look into the issue internally. An MNP- MNPD analysis of videos from 14 random selected body cameras found that most uh, had video loss or at least one second though the, the department declined to give further details on how much footage was missing. The department says the problem seems to have taken place when the videos were transferred from an upload server to a storage server. Jill Fritchard of the Community Oversight Board says this was the first her department has heard of the issue, despite MNPD's knowledge of the problem since May. She says... She should have been notified sooner because missing footage could impact current investigations into police misconduct. See, that's why I'm reading this article. That's where I'm going. Clearly, MNPD should be more transparent with any problems they experience with technology, Fritchett says, especially as they move towards having automatic license plate readers in our city which bring about their own set of accountability issues. The district attorney's office says it's alerting defense counsels that is impacted by these cases. So let me just say this. As an IT professional, I've been in that business and still is in that business. It's easy to blame IT when things go bad but what is not answered in this article and the reason i'm bringing it up is because how many how many cases were put together or at least subject to police brutality and police misconduct how many of those missing videos is in that number that's what I was hoping this article would tell me, but it does not. But it's funny that the, the head of the Community Oversight Board, Jill Fritchard, said that concerns her. And it should concern you too. Because I'm going to tell you like this. Back in the day, when all of this technology was relatively new, You did have server transfer errors. You did lose data. Now, the question was, or is, did they not back this up? Is this the first backup? Now, if you all don't know what that means is, is that they take all the data on a server and it's backed up. And then what they, according to what this article, they were trying to archive it. So are you saying that that data was not backed up anywhere else? You only have one instance of backup? And you had so much data on this one server that you you didn't back it up? How many, how many terabytes was that? I would argue that if that's the case, then you're running your IT department incorrectly. You're running it incorrectly. But you see Y'all know me I can't take the police's word I just can't They lie too much They've been endowed by the Supreme Court That they could lie And the fact that they didn't tell the community oversight board Here we are in July They've known this issue took place As far back as May That's been almost three months Two and a half months and nobody said anything to the Community Oversight Board. And then, of course, she questions whether or not some of these cases involved and these, this video has to do with potentially police brutality cases. Here's the bottom line. Don't trust the police. And these companies should be independent companies. Independent of the police departments, independent of the cities, they should be subcontractors and they should be subject to the law, not the police. And by the way, if there are any cops out there who are violating the law by turning off their body cams, then they should be immediately suspended pending firing, pending termination. Because we know now and the video that I showed you all yesterday of the raid, the wrong house raid in Chicago where the kids were treated like dirt. You didn't see the video, but you heard the captain in that raid tell people to turn off their videos. Turn off your cameras. Now, what we know is those cameras should have been on from the initiation of the raid to the end of the raid. Now what that means is till you leave that location. So we need to develop a universal policy of how police use their body cameras. And when they can and cannot turn them off. And here's, here's it's easy for you. It's easy for you. To set these cameras up where they can't be turned off in the field. That's easy. Once they hit the record button, those cameras should run. And then after the event is over, you can hit the button again, it sends a code to a server, and boom, you turn the camera off. It can be automated, it's not that complicated. But clearly we know now that police are manipulating data and manipulating these cameras because they don't want to be recorded. And the question that continually remains with me is why is it that you don't want to be recorded? What are you doing that's so bad? And what makes it so ironic is that the police don't have a problem recording you. Government buildings don't have a problem recording you. But as soon as you start recording them, they got a problem. More so, as in Arizona has passed a law, so you, you can't be within eight feet. Because if, if officers, they get distracted when they're being recorded. That makes them take their off, eye off the suspect. Because you know that camera can really hurt them. You know that woman with that camera, boy, that yeah. You gotta be more concerned about that the woman with the camera than that drunk driver or that robbery suspect. Which is some of the stupidest, and if that's a word, and we know it isn't. But I use it for a reason because that's one of the stupidest arguments that you can ever make. Yet we allow them to do so. We allow police to make up stupid arguments. Just because they're police and they don't make any sense. When you look at it from a logical standpoint, these arguments about the cameras make no sense whatsoever. You just heard me read this story where now in Nashville, they're about to install uh, license plates readers so they can automatically read your license plate. Talking about an invasion of privacy. But they don't want you to film them. They can do anything they want with the camera with you. But oh no, they can't no, you no, you don't need to film us. I'm telling you, people, this is about you. You're the American people. You pay their salaries. You can't continue to allow them to get a get away with this and think this is okay. But see, most white people think that cops are their friends. Most people most black people know that cops are their enemies. The Cops want to continue to do the things that they do Under the guise that oh, I'm a cop The worst thing that happened to police Is videotape Cell phone video That was the worst thing that could ever happen to police Because now They can't lie and And the sad thing about it Is they still lie And some of them get off Yeah Lost video, my eye. Back in a moment. Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. On joinedradio.com.
0: Synergy Insurance Group is the small business that we need to turn everybody on to. Javita Nelson is the expert advisor and licensed in 20 states. Synergy Insurance Group has been offering personalized insurance services since 1997. Call Javita at 877-GO-LOVE-INS. She can help you with old-fashioned personal service. Synergy Insurance Group is the one that you want and need for affordable insurance. Specializing in burial plans that will allow you and yours to personalize your final expenses. Check out Synergy Insurance Group on the web at synergyinsgroup.biz or talk to Javita at 877-GO-GLOVE-INS.
2: The purpose of this commercial is to promote various insurance products, national producer numbers 1661510 and 7529748.
5: Hi, this is Alvin from Havivi's Durable Medical Equipment Company. Because of COVID, many of us have lost our jobs and are unable to feed our kids like we wish. If your child is underweight, five years of age or older, and on Medicaid, you may be able to get formula to help them regain their healthy weight, you will need a prescription from their primary care physician and give us a call and let us help. Our number is 501 663 1553. We are open five days a week from nine to five. Have your doctor fax your prescription to our fax line, which is 501-661-0738 today. Keeping your child healthy is our priority. That's Habibis, 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 your durable medical equipment center. We are located 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. That number again is 663-1553. 663-1553.
6: Hey guys, this is David Ashley, Deacon David Ashley. I want to turn y'all on to the Deacon Days Radio Show. It's a praise project. We're going to be playing music from inspirational artists and gospel artists from all over the world. Never, ever heard of. And also we'll be interviewing and asking them very pertinent questions to why and how they came up with their music. Don't forget, the Deacon Days Radio Show, it's a praise project. Saturdays from 10 to 11 on joynetradio.com.
2: Welcome back to the Black Focus Radio Our issues, our solutions, our voices 855-525-5683 is the number That's how you get in touch with me If you want to join the show Last segment of the show uh, We'll talk a little bit about more about Separation of church and state And how you all have this abortion issue Twisted And that's exactly what they want you to do Is be twisted because there's a bigger picture here. Uh, just quickly, if you want to go out and check out, go out to my wall and check out the life expectancy versus health expenditure. And you'll see that, again, America is behind the world. It's, it's almost shocking. Okay? You cannot make healthcare care uh, a capitalist adventure. And that's what has happened. And that's why America is suffering worldwide. When it comes to health. You either want to take care of your people or you don't. And it is not about, it's not about making money. But it is in America. And when you, look at that, when you look at this chart, it will shock you. You'll begin to see just how bad off America is when it comes to health. Speaking of which. The abortion crisis, as they like to call it. Everybody is still up in arms about it. But I think you're missing the bigger picture here. And that bigger picture is it really boils down to separation of church and state. And you're probably asking, well, David, how did you surmise that out of what's going on? Well, it's really simple. Many of those people who are anti-abortion claim they are that way from a religious perspective. Whatever their religious sect might be, they claim that it's, it's not God, godly to abort a child. It's always ironic when they say that. They want you to bring the child here, but they don't want to help you take care of it when you get in bad times. They don't want to give them preschool or kindergarten or decent schools or health care, but... They, they're pro-life up until the point that they're born. But that pro-life stance comes from the fact that they are, quote, unquote, quote, Christians. So what they are doing and what the Supreme Court has done in ruling against Roe v. Wade is, in actuality, attacked the Constitution and the separation of church and state you see there are a lot of white christians out there who want to claim that america is a christian nation never was never will be america does not have a specified religion the founding fathers made sure of that we talked about a lot talked about that a lot yesterday but there are politicians who want to claim that America is a Christian nation ignoring all the other religious sects in the world well in America alone ignoring all of that it makes you wonder how many different religions are there in the United States that's a good question how many are there I don't know if there's an answer. Let me let me let me see here. I did a quick search. And let's see. There are five main religions in the United States. Okay? Adding up to about 75% of the population of 329.5 million people. Christianity, about 230 million. Judaism, about 7.3 million. Buddhism, 4.1 million. Islam, 3.4 million. Hinduism, 2.5 million. Okay? Those are some significant numbers. And those are the five main. So, these white Christians want everybody to recognize Christianity as their faith. They want it in the Constitution. And they use that as a litmus test for anyone that they nominate. You can, look, Donald Trump hadn't seen the inside of a church probably since he was baptized and he probably was never baptized. And then that fool get on on there trying to quote scriptures. Two Corinthians go in a bar. But it just goes to show you how ignorant people are in America that all you got to do is feign religion and people like you, especially feign Christianity, and they like you. That's what Chris Jones is doing, although he is a preacher. It's not going to help him in this race because he don't know how to fight, but that's another story. But both sides do it, Democrats and Republicans, and you fall for it. That's why I say I don't think preachers ought to run. How do you separate your faith from politics? Everything that needs to happen. How do you do that? So this whole argument that you all are missing and unfortunately for you all is really about separation of church and state. They want you to be a Christian. They want this nation to be identified as a Christian nation. Some want to have that holy war between, I don't know why they want to have it against the against uh, Islam. By the way, I, if I remember my numbers, there are more Islamic people around the world than there are Christian people. But this thing about separation of church and state, I'm going to continue to talk about it. And while you all are upset about your rights as a woman being taken, it's a lot deeper than that. And you're probably saying, well, how deeper can that get? Yeah, that that rabbit hole continues to go down. Because if they can use a religious argument, which is what they are doing, to... Push back on Roe v. Wade Then they certainly can use Religious arguments for other things You remember they, they Use religious arguments to justify slavery So you shouldn't be shocked They use religious arguments To justify slavery You shouldn't be shocked They use religious arguments To justify raping little girls And boys Castrating Selling and ripping apart families. They use Christianity to do that. So if they would if they would use Christianity for those means, what makes you think that they won't use it for other means? They do it all the time. They do it all the time. So while you all are arguing and upset about Roe v. Wade, you're missing the boat, ladies and gentlemen. The argument should be about separation of church and state that's what it ought to be about but you all don't get it it's that old watch the birdie trick get you upset over here so you won't pay attention to what I'm doing to you over there that's the old Republican trick that they do all the time here is uh, Chris Hedges who is uh, at one point from what I understand a devout Christian here's what he said he said and what I'm willing to do, which the mainstream church is not, is to denounce the Christian right as Christian heretics. You don't have to, as I did, spend three years at Harvard Divinity School to realize that Jesus didn't come to make us rich. And he certainly didn't come to make Pat Robinson and Joel Olstein rich. And what they have done is, Acculturate the worst aspects of American imperialism, capitalism, chauvinism, violence, and bigotry into the Christian religion. And that's what you're seeing every day with the Thuglicans and the religious right. They're not Christians. They can't be trusted. As I've said over and over again, until I'm proving wrong proven wrong a white christian is an oxymoron period end of story you want to be mad about it be go right ahead and be mad about it but this is your race that has acculturated christianity and left us with what we have today which is steering us into a dangerous path because you're not going to make me be a christian just like you're not going to make me be muslim you're not going to make me be buddhist I live in America I have a right to freedom of religion and if that means that I don't want to worship at all then so be it if that means that I don't want to be sitting up in a church every Sunday, so be it if that means that I don't want to bow my head and pray every time I go to a football game or basketball game or hockey game or whatever the case may be I have a right to do that that's what America was founded upon and that's what it will be and we as Americans have got to stand up against that crap. End of story. As I leave you, I'm going to leave you with a quote with, from Dr. Amos Nelson Wilson, an African American theoretical psychologist and social therapist, Pan African thinker, scholar, author, and professor of psychology. If we don't know who we are, then we are whoever somebody says we are. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for listening to Black Focus Radio. And don't forget, check out the weekly sports magazine Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on joinetradio.com. Have a great day. You've been listening to Black Focus, where we discuss our issues with our solutions and our voices. Join us every weekday afternoon at 1 p.m. on JoinetRadio.com.